0: The Law School of America Brnovich v. Democratic National Committee, 2021, was a United States Supreme Court case related to voting rights established by the Voting Rights Act of 1965, VRA and specifically the applicability of Section 2's general provision barring discrimination against minorities in state and local election laws in the wake of the United States Supreme Court decision in Shelby County v. Holder in 2013 which removed the preclearance requirements for election laws for certain states that had been set by Sections 4b and 5. The case deals with two of Arizona's election policies, including one law targeting ballot harvesting that was passed after Shelby County prior to the 2016 elections. The Supreme Court ruled in a 6-3 decision in July 2021 that neither of Arizona's election policies violated the VRA nor had a racially discriminatory purpose. Background. The Voting Rights Act of 1965, VRA, was one of the most significant pieces of legislation to protect voter rights for minorities by preventing state and local governments from racial discrimination in their election laws, passed at the time of the civil rights movement in the United States. The VRA has been amended several times since passage, as well as having seen a body of case law at the Supreme Court related to its various provisions and subsequent legislation to amend the VRA in response to these decisions. Generally, the VRA has been upheld five times as constitutional. However, in a 5-4 decision in Shelby County v. Holder, 2013, the Supreme Court effectively eliminated VRA Section 5 preclearance requirement, which had mandated that state and local governments in 15 states, those with a past history of voting rights violations, Seek permission through from a federal court or the Justice Department before making significant changes to voting laws. The majority in Shelby County held that Section 4b's coverage formula, last amended by Congress in 1975, was unconstitutional in light of current conditions and based on decades-old data and eradicated practices. The Supreme Court's decision left it to the U.S. Congress to make the required updates to Section 4b's coverage formula, but until that was accomplished, Section 5's preclearance could not be enforced. From the time Shelby County was decided through 2020, at least one chamber of Congress was controlled by the Republican Party, which blocked Democratic-sponsored legislation in Congress to change Section 4b and restore the VRA. However, in the 2020 elections, the Democrats gained a majority in the Senate and held their majority in the House of Representatives, prompting new calls to pass VRA reform addressing an updated Section 4b. The decision in Shelby County, eliminating the preclearance requirements, had raised concern that state and local governments may freely pass voting laws that are discriminatory to minorities without the full protection of VRA. A number of states passed new election laws ahead of the upcoming 2016 United States elections, which included the presidential election between Republican candidate Donald Trump and Democratic candidate Hillary Clinton. While a portion of these laws were passed to support improved voting access recommendations from the Presidential Commission on Election Administration under Barack Obama, other laws were passed, particularly in states with conservative leadership such as in the South, under the context of fighting voter fraud by requiring stricter identification checks for voting and shifting and reducing early voting periods, among other measures. The present case primarily deals with two election-related policies in Arizona, one passed as a result of the Shelby County decision. Arizona was one of the 15 states previously included in the Section 4b-5 preclearance requirements nullified by Shelby County. An existing out-of-precinct policy, since 1970 and shared by other states requires election officials to reject ballots placed by voters that vote in the wrong precinct including their votes for state and federal office the new law passed as Arizona HB 2023 by the republican controlled Arizona state legislature in 2016 made it a felony crime for anyone other than an election official or a family member or caregiver to handle or collect a completed early voting or absentee ballot thus banning ballot collection a practice critics call ballot harvesting Arizona's Republican Governor Doug Ducey signed the bill into law, framing the legislation as similar to measures in 18 other states. Democratic lawmakers in Arizona questioned the lack of evidence related to voting fraud used to back the bill's passage. Law courts. Ahead of the election, the Democratic National Committee, DNC, sued, challenging both policies. The DNC claimed that Arizona's policy to reject ballots cast in the wrong precinct violated the First and Fourteenth Amendments related to the rights of the voters. The DNC further stated that HB 2023 violated the 15th Amendment, as well as Section 2 of the VRA, which states that no voting qualification or prerequisite to voting, or standard, practice, or procedure shall be imposed or applied by any state or political subdivision to deny or abridge the right of any citizen of the United States to vote on account of race or color. The DNC argued that the legislation directly discriminated against the state's Hispanic, African American, and Native American population. The DNC contended that the state legislature purposely created HB 2023 to discriminate against minority voters as it made it particularly burdensome for voters in counties with larger minority populations to vote, such as in Maricopa County, as these generally had fewer or no in person voting locations. The DNC initially sought a preliminary injunction to prevent Arizona from enforcing these laws and policy ahead of the 2016 election. The District Court for the District of Arizona denied the injunction but this was reversed on appeal to an unbanked panel at the Ninth Circuit four days prior to the election. The panel voted six to five to enforce the injunction. The state requested a stay of the Ninth Circuit's injunction from the Supreme Court, which was granted by the court the next day, leaving both policies in place during the election while litigation continued. In May 2018, after a 10-day trial, the district court ruled against the DNC, upholding Arizona's election laws as neither unconstitutional nor a violation of the VRA. The initial appeal to a three-judge Ninth Circuit panel upheld the ruling, but a majority of non-recused active judges of the Ninth Circuit voted for an on-bank rehearing of the case and vacated the decision of the three-judge panel. In January 2020, the 11 judge on bank Ninth Circuit panel reversed the judgment of the district court on a 7-4 vote, holding that the ballot rejection policy and the absentee ballot collection law were unlawful as they violated Section 2 of the VRA. The majority opinion was written by Judge William A. Fletcher, a concurring opinion was written by Judge Paul J. Watford, and separate dissents were written by Judges Dear Meadow and J. Bybee. The on bank majority held that both the out of precinct policy and HB 2023 had a discriminatory impact on American Indian, Hispanic, and African American voters. The court held that the policy violated the results test of Section 2 of the Voting Rights Act because it imposed a significant disparate burden on ethnic minority voters. The court found that in the 2016 election, minority groups were more than twice as likely to vote out of precinct than white voters, and that white voters were four times more likely to have home mail delivery and pickup compared to minority groups, making both provisions discriminatory. Citing Thornburg v. Jingles, the court also held that the plaintiffs showed, under the totality of circumstances, that the discriminatory burden created by the policies was in part caused by or linked to social and historical conditions that have or currently produce an inequality in the opportunities enjoyed by and white voters to elect their preferred representatives and to participate in the political process. The Court also held that HB 2023 was enacted with discriminatory intent and therefore violated the intent test of Section 2 of the Voting Rights Act and of the 15th Amendment. The court stated that HB 2023 was unnecessary as Arizona already had made ballot tampering a felony via prior law, and instead the court found that the intent of HB 2023 was to fight the DNC's get-out-the-vote campaign designed to increase voter turnout, which relied in part on the use of ballot collectors in minority-dense areas of the state. In concluding that the law was enacted with a discriminatory intent, the court cited Arizona's long history of race-based voting discrimination. The Arizona legislature's unsuccessful efforts to enact less restrictive versions of the same law when preclearance was a threat, the false, race based claims of ballot collection fraud used to convince Arizona legislators to pass HB 2023, the substantial increase in American Indian and Hispanic voting attributable to ballot collection that was targeted by HB 2023, and the degree of racially polarized voting in Arizona, cumulatively and unmistakably revealed that racial discrimination was a motivating factor in enacting HB 2023. Having decided the case on the VRA and 15th Amendment grounds, the Court did not address the DNC's First and 14th Amendment claims. Now a word from our sponsor, the Law School of America. Supreme Court. Appeal. Both the State and the Republican National Committee, RNC, appealed the Ninth Circuit's decision to the Supreme Court, specifically on the applicability of Section 2. With the pending appeals, the Ninth Circuit put enforcement of its decision on hold for the 2020 elections leaving both the policy and law in place. The Supreme Court granted the petition for a writ of certiorari in October 2020, agreeing to hear the case, and consolidated the two cases, Brnovich v. DNC and Arizona Republican Party v. Democratic National Committee, for briefing an oral argument. Oral arguments. Oral arguments were held on March 2, 2021. Observers to the oral argument said that a primary issue discussed by the justices is to what standard should be used to evaluate when discrimination occurred under Section 2 of the VRA. Those observers stated there was a divide between the conservative majority of justices who appeared ready to support the state's policies, and the three liberal members of the court, who sought ways to maintain Section 2's relevance in the VRA. During oral arguments, Michael Carvin, an attorney representing the Arizona Republican Party, Was asked by Justice Amy Coney Barrett what interest the party had in defending the Arizona voting restrictions, to which Carvin replied, Because it puts us at a competitive disadvantage relative to Democrats, every extra vote they get through unlawful interpretation of Section 2 hurts us. Majority. The court issued its decision on July 1, 2021. In a 6 3 decision, the court reversed the Ninth Circuit's decision with the majority ruling that neither the out-of-precinct policy nor HB 2023 violated Section 2 of the VRA, nor did they find that HB 2023 was passed with racial discrimination intent. The majority opinion was written by Justice Samuel Alito and joined by Chief Justice John Roberts and Justices Clarence Thomas, Neil Gorsuch, Brett Kavanaugh, and Amy Coney Barrett. Alito wrote that in their analysis of the two election policies under a statutory interpretation of the VRA— Neither had a large effect on the openness of the election. In regards to the out of precinct policy, Alito said that having to identify one's own polling place and then travel there to vote does not exceed the usual burdens of voting set by the VRA, and data from the 2020 election shows that a policy that appears to work for 98% or more of voters to whom it applies, minority and non minority alike, is unlikely to render a system unequally open. On HB 2023, Alito referred to their per curiam decision in Purcell v. Gonzalez. 2006, that a state indisputably has a compelling interest in preserving the integrity of its election process, and that the respondents had failed to show that the law had a disparate impact. Alito said limiting the classes of persons who may handle early ballots to those less likely to have ulterior motives deters potential fraud and improves voter confidence. Alito's majority was seen to further weaken the VRA by limiting Section 2 through the introduction of means to review Section 2 challenges. Alito stated that the court declines in these cases to announce a test to govern all VRA challenges to rules that specify the time, place, or manner for casting ballots, Alito wrote. It is sufficient for present purposes to identify certain guideposts that lead to the court's decision in these cases. Alito laid out these guideposts used to evaluate the state regulations in context of Section 2, which included, the size of the burden created by the rule, the degree which the rule deviates from past practices, the size of the racial imbalance, and the overall level of opportunity afforded voters in considering all election rules. Gorsuch wrote a concurring opinion. Dissent. Justice Elena Kagan wrote a 41-page dissenting opinion, joined by Justices Stephen Breyer and Sonia Sotomayor. Kagan wrote that this court has no right to remake Section 2. Maybe some think that vote suppression is a relic of history, and so the need for a potent Section 2 has come and gone, but Congress gets to make that call. Kagan further wrote what is tragic here is that the court has, yet again, rewritten, in order to weaken, a statute that stands as a monument to America's greatness, and protects against its basest impulses. What is tragic is that the court has damaged a statute designed to bring about the end of discrimination in voting. Reactions. RNC Chairperson Ronna McDaniel called the decision a resounding victory for election integrity, as Democrats were attempting to make Arizona ballots less secure for political gain, and the court saw right through their partisan lies. Georgia's Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger, who was defending the state's election laws under review by the U.S. Department of Justice, DOJ, under Section 2 of the VRA, supported the court's decision and stated that the DOJ should heed this decision and dismiss their wrong, politically motivated lawsuit against Georgia. President Joe Biden said he was deeply disappointed in the ruling, and in a span of just eight years, the court has now done severe damage to two of the most important provisions of the Voting Rights Act of 1965, a law that took years of struggle and strife to secure. After all we have been through to deliver the promise of this nation to all Americans, we should be fully enforcing voting rights laws, not weakening them. Derek Johnson, the president of the NAACP, called the ruling frontal attack on democracy and that the court sent the clear message that vote suppressors around the country will go unchecked as they enact voting restrictions that disproportionately impact voters of color. Impact. Court observers identified that Brnovich may be a landmark Supreme Court case on voting rights, following the large amount of litigation filed prior and after the 2020 election related to voting laws and policies, and the lack of any congressional action to amend the VRA. At least 165 state bills related to election laws were introduced between the 2020 election and the end of February 2021, with 28 laws passed across 17 stated by the time the court's ruling was issued. Analysts stated that some of these bills appeared to purposely further restrict voting rights and limit minority voting if they passed, emphasizing the need to strengthen the voting rights for minorities set by the VRA through the Supreme Court. The Court's decision came while the members of Congress were in debate over passage of the For the People Act, an amendment to the VRA to further strengthen protections for voting rights following the 2020 election. The Law School of America. The content used in the podcast is licensed by the Wikimedia Foundation incorporated under a Creative Commons attribution, share alike license. The text has been modified for audio.